Happy Monday! Welcome back to the Boss Girl Bloggers Podcast, episode two. Today I want to talk about mindset when it comes to blogging. Many of us are self-sabotaging our success as bloggers and we don't even realize it. I kind of want to talk about some ways that you could be sabotaging your own blog from my own personal experience. The first thing I want to talk about is fear. I find that a lot of us, before even starting our blog, we go into it with fear on our mind. What if I fail? What if no one likes my content? What if people criticize, laugh, or judge me? These were thoughts that I had when I first started my blog. I was so afraid of people laughing at my ideas that I actually hid my identity. That's where El Duclos originated from. I was afraid of friends and family finding out, so I created a nickname that no one knew about. My real name is Lauren, so I chose L for Lauren. Now I look back at it and I feel much more confident and I honestly, I don't regret choosing L because now it's who I am and it's part of my story. But once I let my guard down and I shared my blog with friends and family, I was actually surprised with the outcome. Yeah, I had those who would laugh at me, coworkers that would make fun of me, but I just kind of laughed along with them. You have to use the judgment from others And, you know, the doubt from others to kind of motivate and push you to work that much harder to make your dreams come true. Prove to yourself that you can do it. Prove to them that you can do it because you have the ability to do it. Don't let fear hold you back from starting something that has the potential to be huge. And when we talk about fear of failing, I always say you only fail if you give up. And if you don't try then you are already failing. Just give it a shot. You never know what could happen. And the second way we tend to sabotage our blog is by lacking self-discipline. This year, self-discipline seems to be my word. I took on my blog full-time this year, and now I work from home. It's not as easy as it seems. And, you know, a lot of people make it out to think that it's this luxurious lifestyle. But, In reality, it can get really lonely and there are so many distractions around that kind of take up my time or that I kind of have to block out and eliminate so that I can actually get my work done. You know, from reality TV shows or my animals to the food in the fridge calling my name. Better yet, when a friend sends me a message and, you know, she's just like, let's hang out, I have to decide whether or not to say yes or no because maybe my friends don't realize that, you know, my blog is work and it does take up my time, but it's so easy for me to say yes when in reality I'm still working. If there is one thing that I've learned from working from home as an entrepreneur, it's setting boundaries. This is something I tend to struggle with. It's either work all day and night or barely work at all. There's no in-between for me. Although I have been trying to get a lot better at this by setting a schedule for myself so my days are more structured. Having structure in my life helps a ton. It's so easy to not think of my blog as a job, but in reality it is my job, so I need to treat it like one. For example, would you take a month away from your full-time job? Would Better yet, would you take two weeks away from your full-time job? Usually that's not likely. So why should you take a month or two weeks away from your blog? When you go in with a business mentality, your results will be better. I also have to set a time when I punch in and when I punch out of work. 
It's so easy to work overtime as a blogger since my work is constantly available to me, but that takes away from my social life and other priorities. Plus, it can definitely make someone burn out fast because I definitely have suffered from the feeling of burnout. And that's because I literally worked nonstop and never gave myself a break. I have to physically hide my phone at night in order to finally take a break. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who has to do this, especially when you are passionate about something. You want to work at it all night and all day. I'll be laying in bed and it's like my brain is still going. But what I'm trying to get at is set aside time daily when you know you can work on your blog and eliminate distractions while working on your blog because self-discipline is key. And listen to your body and take breaks when you need to. And now this kind of brings me to my next point, consistency. This is a struggle for a lot of bloggers. You know, staying consistent, sticking to a consistent schedule. When you are consistent with your strategies, and you are consistently putting out your best content, your audience will flock and you will build that trust with your readers. And if you aren't consistent with your blogger strategies, then don't be disappointed when you aren't getting the results you want. It's harsh, but it's true. And I even have to tell myself that. It doesn't have to be a new blog post every day, but if you decide to do a new blog post once a week, give yourself deadlines, stick to them, so you can deliver one new blog post a week. A little bit of consistency each day goes a long way. And if you find yourself struggling with creating new content, which I have struggled with before, have brainstorming sessions. Write out blog title ideas while you're in a quiet space and just open your mind to let the creative juices flow. If that doesn't work, you can go back and update old content. I love doing this. It also helps with SEO. I love going back to old content, interlinking posts to new content, adding content upgrades, affiliate links where I can. It definitely makes a huge difference. And something else that comes along with consistency is consistent strategy. I wonder how many of us can say we have given up on a strategy too soon. I know I definitely have. My hand is raised real high. With Pinterest, for example, if you have been following me from the start, then you know I am addicted to Pinterest marketing. I swear by it. It helps bring my blog 70,000 to 90,000 blog views a month, and that's just from Pinterest. When I first got started with Pinterest, I had a strategy in place, but I wasn't seeing any growth within the first week, so I started to give up on it. This was a big mistake. Growth takes time. You need to give your strategies a chance. I eventually went back and I gave it another chance, but this time I waited a month before giving up on that strategy. And wouldn't you know, the growth was happening. Now almost two years later and Pinterest is my number one source of traffic and sales. And that's because I gave those strategies a chance before I gave up. Just like making money blogging, so many bloggers go into blogging with the mindset that it's get rich quick thing. That is so far from the truth and making money blogging is hard. It's possible, but it's definitely hard work. It takes time, patience, and consistent strategy. So don't give up. I want you to think about some strategies that you have tested out before that you think you might have given up too soon on. Go back to those strategies and see if you can give them a second chance. You never know. They might actually work out better the second time around. Now, let's talk about comparison for a minute. We all do it. We all compare ourselves. And you can say that you don't, 
but I'm sure there has been a point in your life where you have looked at someone else and compared yourself to them. Whether it be looks or the amount of money they had that maybe you don't have, whatever the case may be, we compare ourselves. Comparing when it comes to blogging is a huge reason why many bloggers give up. They see where other bloggers are in their journey and they feel as if they can't compete with them. So they start to doubt their abilities and eventually it leads to giving up on their blog. This makes me so sad when this happens, especially when a new blogger is comparing themselves to a seasoned blogger. Because guess what? Bloggers who have been at it for years and are making lots of money started with a blank canvas too. They had a dream to create something big for themselves and I'm sure they had no idea where to start, but they went for it anyway. They believed in their abilities they didn't take their comparisons to heart. Instead, they took the comparisons as a learning experience. What is it that the seasoned bloggers are doing that I should try to do? What marketing tools are they using that maybe I'm not? You also have to remember that we all have different paths. For example, when I first started blogging, it wasn't my only priority. I had a full-time job, I had family and friends that I wanted to see, there were other things that took up my time too. Now, I might have been able to get going quicker than someone who has two jobs, plus children, plus priorities with family and friends. We all have different priorities in the things in our life that we need to juggle. It's okay to be at a slower pace than the person next to you. Give yourself a break and try your best not to compare yourself because you are most likely comparing yourself to someone who lives a completely different life than you do. So it's really not fair to yourself or to the other person. Now, this kind of brings me to money because we all want money, right? Although maybe you are just a hobby blogger, so money doesn't really matter much and that's fine too. But if you are a blogger who wants to eventually turn this into a full-time job, then this is for you. You could be blocking your potential to make money blogging without even realizing it. And that's because of negative money mindsets. I have seen a lot of negative money mindsets from bloggers, which is why I want to talk about them. The first money mindset that's negative that I wanted to touch base on is the idea that it's wrong or bad to want to make money as a blogger. You need to eliminate this way of thinking. Whether society wants to accept the fact or not, but social media is a huge part of everyday life. And nowadays, so is influence. It's a job. I know there are people out there who might still be living their life back in the day, but it's common to see influencers, bloggers, and coaches making money via the internet. There is nothing wrong with that, and there is nothing wrong with wanting to achieve that. The more you accept that it's okay to allow yourself to want to make money blogging online and through your influence the easier the money is going to flow to you. The second negative money mindset that you need to try to eliminate is thinking that you can't make money with a topic you are writing about. This one really gets me going because people will say the only way you can make money blogging is if you write about blogging. That is so far from the truth. But if you have that mindset, then you might as well kiss your blogging dreams goodbye. If you want to make money blogging about your life, you can. If you want to make money blogging about travel, you can. And if you want to make money blogging about beauty, fashion, fitness, you can. It's not the topic that is going to make you the money. 
It's the way you influence your audience while writing about the topic. It's the way you capture your audience's attention and make those personal connections. That's what's going to make you the money. And it's the way you open your mind to new creative ideas. As an entrepreneur, you should be constantly thinking of ways that you can add income sources to your life. I will have an episode that talks about ways that you can make money as a blogger because the ways are seriously limitless, but you have to believe that you can make the money from your passion. Do not limit yourself. And another money mindset that is killing your vibes is thinking that your content isn't good enough to make the money. You have to stop thinking this way. This is doubting your abilities and lacking confidence in yourself. If you don't have confidence in yourself, then neither will your audience. You will attract an audience by believing in the content that you are putting out and that will eventually bring you the money. And lastly, believing that you should only work for free product and that it's okay to just work for free product. It's so easy for brands to take advantage of bloggers these days, mainly because the concept that you can even get a free product from a brand is so cool. I get it. But all I have to say is go listen to Julie Solomon. She's great. And she talks all about pitching to brands and working with brands. And she really opens your eyes to why you shouldn't work with brands in exchange for only free product. And before I end this episode, there is one last thing that I wanted to talk about. And that is having a strategy in place. If you are wanting to turn your blog into your full-time job, but don't have any strategy in place, then you probably won't get the results that you want. Sadly, we can't just publish a blog post and wait for the traffic to come. You need to get a content marketing strategy in place, whether that be publishing the post and then scheduling your blog post pins to Tailwind so that you can market on Pinterest, or maybe it's sending out a newsletter to your email list, letting them know a new post is up, or perhaps maybe it's just sharing your latest post on all of your social media platforms. You need to share your content and market it strategically if you want eyes on the hard work that you are creating. Once you have the content marketing strategy in place, you have to start building those personal connections with your audience. Go out of your way to comment and interact with your audience. Maybe create a Facebook group for your audience to connect with you on a more personal level. Or just show up daily on your Instagram stories. Get real, get personal, and tell your story. Because we all have a story. We all have a reason as to why we decided to start our blog. And I bet your story is a pretty damn good one. So do not be afraid to tell it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I would love for you to subscribe and share if you did. And until next time.